Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Echo. This is episode 92. I'm your host, Carter E., joined as always by my producer, Jeff Mulva Hill Jr. We also got Duke Rittenhouse again along for the action today, the news editor here at the uh, Nevada Appeal. But of course, before we hop into anything else today, we would like to thank today's sponsor. That is Played Against Sports, your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs. You can check them out online or in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center at www.playedagainsports.com. Guys, jumping into it, we got two uh, football wins to talk about here uh, to start things off. Douglas obviously takes down Elko 14-9 this weekend. Carson, best Calaveras, 26-6. I think starting on the the Douglas end is where we're all go for things, just given that it's their first 2-0 start since 2019. Um, This week, they will travel to Spring Creek. They're looking to go... 3-0 3-0 for the... I couldn't even find the last time they had been 3-0. Um, the last time they had won three games in a row was 2016. Prior to that, I think goes back to like 2005. So this Douglas High football team is already on the verge of kind of setting, a, at least for program history's sake, already on the verge of setting a, setting some some records there. Uh, defense first, I think, was was a big one for, for them. Uh, Cole Smalley finished with 12 tackles, uh, three sacks, and his three tackles for loss. Uh, you know, they kind of continued to to find a way to move the ball on offense as well. Connor Jackson, 24 carries, 111 yards. Trace Estes had a 74-yard 70, catch uh, for a touchdown. It was kind of like a crossing pattern. Was able to break free there um so he's pushing over 200 yards this season like i said connor jackson's over 200 yards this season kyle coons who's been been doing a bit of uh two-way things for the tigers has uh, been a been a solid threat on the the outside but also has been a, a huge staple on defense with another two sacks over the weekend uh, and also four total tackles you know they also forced a three interceptions, including Aaron Moss's interception to end it there in the uh, final moments. So a, a big win for, for Douglas, a 14-9 win over over Elko. All in all, just a Tiger team that is, has looked energized. I mean, that was the most energized I think I've seen that sideline in a while since I've been here, uh, at least. And, you know, we'll, we'll continue to see where that goes. Obviously, you know, the, the challenge changes when it's a six-hour bus ride. And then you got to get off and play and then take six hours back. So that that'll definitely mix things up a little bit for the Tigers. But a Spring Creek team that uh, had a tough, tough start to the year. So Douglas has a has a real chance to uh, put themselves in a very good spot here to to start things off. Um, we can talk more about that in a second. But of course, let's shift over to Carson and Calaveras, where Carson took down the Red Hawks 26 to six. Uh, Carson beat Calaveras last year as well, 14-0. I think the biggest thing as far as Carson's concerned is also kind of that defensive special teams look. I mean, for the second week in a row, Carson takes a kickoff back for a touchdown as Jake Winninger has, uh, a, for the second week in a row, found a way to to get loose and, and make that happen. Um, they also blocked a punt. Uh, Dawson Herbert set up a... Basically, it was a, alluded to what a two-yard touchdown from uh, Kincaid Gill after blocking a punt there that gave 
uh, Carson a 19-6 lead, and they proceeded to finish with a 35-yard connection between Ethan Hindy and Kincaid Gill for the final score of the game there. Angelo Macias had an, a nice game on the ground, including a touchdown carry of his own. Uh, he had nine carries for 81 yards there. Carson continuing to kind of kind of figure things out on offense, but at least was a had some production to show for it this time. Uh, JT Heaton, of course, leading the way in tackles. He had 10 last week. I think he's got close to 22 now on the season, if I'm not mistaken there. Uh, a few other guys that have, have continued to impress. Of course, Christian Ray, who was in last week's uh, kind of preview story coming into the Calis Varis game, he had three and a half tackles for loss um, in the win there for the Senators. And, you know, kind of continue to look around the landscape. They will travel down south to basic. So two two long road trips for our, our local teams here in Carson and Douglas. Um, that basic team is coming off a 30-22 to 22 loss uh, in their first game to Silverado. So uh, a good test for, for Carson. Uh, we'll see what they look like and you know again we'll see what these teams look like after spending so much time on the bus i know that's that's not always a guarantee um you know duke anything from what you've seen between spring creek and i mean basics obviously a little a little out of out of the way but anything you might be expecting this week for for either team coming into a a big week three yeah, I would say Douglas has to be a, a fairly solid favorite. Um, having uh, the, you, you mentioned energized, I thought we saw that even at the scrimmage, just kind of a an attitude of swarming the ball. Uh, you know, happy to be playing football. We really were better than last year's record. You know that sort of thing. Uh, Spring Creek two weeks ago uh, did not do a good job on offense against Galena. Uh, Galena plays. Pretty good defense, but uh, I know I asked the Spring Creek, uh, Spring Creek coach, who that was his first game, by the way. Um, I said, what, what are you guys uh, going to be working on, you know, the next couple weeks in practice? And he, and, and he had all the usual answers, but uh, the subtext was, we're not going to beat anyone by three and outs. And, um, you know, Douglas plays good defense, as you mentioned. Um, despite the long road trip, I, I'd make the Tigers a solid favorite there. And, you know, a chance to go 3-0 and 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 you're looking at something special here. So um, the uh, the basic trip for Carson, that's difficult. Uh, basic is, is very solid. That's, uh, you know, it's difficult. It's not impossible. You've got to put the uh, the length of the trip out of your mind as best you can because you've got to come out and and execute you know and and that could be whether you're playing you know you know eight miles down the road or an eight hour trip you've just got to do that and they know that you know and this is uh the coaching staff's second year they they know how to communicate with these kids so it's still difficult uh you know sutter difficult basic very difficult carson has challenged itself to their credit but uh, I'll be interested to see. Um, I really do have an eye on that Douglas game, though. Three and zero start with Damani the week after. Uh, you know, this could be a special season. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of interesting chatter about uh, Damani on the old Twitter sphere over the last uh, few days, um, for good and for bad. I won't won't get too far into that. I think the and again, this is stuff I've I've written here in the paper for I guess two weeks in a row now. I think. Again, amongst the surprises, right? I'm not trying to single this out as the lone surprise, but for 
Douglas High quarterback Jackson Ovard to really step into that role um, and go 17 of 25 with 261 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick to this point. Now, uh, Douglas head coach Kyle Mays has been been pretty open with me that he was going to contend for that starting QB job whether or not Owen Evans was healthy. So it's not like Jackson was considered the backup going in or anything like that. But to not have had the experience from last year, at least at the varsity level, and to come in and complete nearly 70% of your passes uh, right out of the shoot with three touchdowns, again, one turnover, which is excellent. Um, I'm not sure we're a big QB rating statistic uh, here, but a 125.2, which is pretty solid. Uh, I guess I don't know how Max Preps calculates that. So, uh, you know, it's it's probably not worth uh, hanging on to too much there. But, again, a, having that, that passing element has been a, a big part of that Douglas offense. And, of course, his his favorite target has been uh, Trace Estes by, by a long shot and his ability to not only just be a, a massive target with big hands who can go get the ball, um, but shown a propensity to, to get loose, too. And I'm curious how much we'll continue to see of that as the as the season progresses here, especially with some of these uh, opponents that Douglas may not have seen in a while, uh, Spring Creek kind of included in the mix there. Uh, Carson lost a basic 34-2 last season, so definitely going to be uh, a challenge for the Senators, but coming off of a, a win, at least... Mentally speaking, they should be be in a better spot than a, coming off a 54-7 loss to Sutter there. You know, obviously the the offense still kind of figured things out a little bit for for Carson. Limiting those turnovers is going to continue to be a a big key going forward. I think they had you know 11 offensive turnovers through the first three halves of the season, uh, so mm-hmm. that's that's going to put you behind the eight ball and um, the fact that they were able to. To do that through two games and still sit there at one and one um, probably says a lot about about just the team and the the willingness to uh, continue battling despite you know maybe having some some struggles early. So uh, should be should be fun to follow there. Uh, Carson, as you kind of alluded to, Douglas goes from Spring Creek to Demonte Ranch. Carson goes from Basic to McQueen and then to Minogue. So an equally tough run there for for the Senators. As we look through the the rest of the high school football landscape, you know, Duke, anything else you want to want to touch on with football before we advance into some of these uh, other fall sports that we have basically all underway now other than like tennis? I, I would just say keep an eye on uh, Fallon, which is one of our uh, our sister papers, the Lahontan Valley News. Um Fallon has only played once. Uh, they had Reed tied in the fourth quarter, uh, ended up. Losing, I believe there was two and a half minutes left with, when the final score was recorded. Uh, then they take their bye week, and now they're on the way to Reno to play Galena. Um, I personally think that is this week's game of the week. Um, I think it could go either way. And that 3A, those schools have, uh, you know, in the last even 10, 12 years, just really risen up, I think, and they challenged themselves. And, uh you know, speaking of Galena, that was not an easy trip for Spring Creek to make. That was a challenge. They could have scheduled someone else. They could have looked for more of a battle mountain here in Nevada. They could have gone to Utah, um, but they made the long trip to Reno to play a, a, a you know a, a team that uh, had a winning record last year. So, uh, I think that's interesting. I think obviously uh, keep an eye on on Truckee. Um, some of our affiliate papers up there help us cover Truckee. I think that just the 3A is kind of interesting. I'm kind of a, 
you know, like a lot of people, I tend to know a little bit more about the 5A, but I, I just look, uh, I look at the 3A and I just think it's super interesting. So I will have my eye on that uh, Fallon-Galena game. Uh, speaking of some of these lower leagues, uh, Dayton and Sierra Lutheran also played this week in Dayton is one and one. Uh, they beat Yerrington 35-20 in their opener before falling to South Tahoe last week, 33-12. to Sierra Lutheran also one and one. They started off by thumping Wells 52 to six and then falling at home to Eureka 42 12. Got a chance to bump into Blair Roman this weekend out on uh, that grass field. I tell you what, even the refs are making comments about it. That's Sierra Lutheran grass field. It's a nice field, but they might need to mow the grass. It felt like everybody was in quicksand, uh, including the refs. The refs were talking about that quite a bit. There, uh, a little bit of a, a tough game. Eureka, you know, a, a good team, typically a pretty pretty solid football power. Um, but curious to see how Sierra Lutheran kind of transitions up to that two A level this year. They have a lot more kids on the sideline, which I know was a big a big thing for them coming into the offseason, given they were making the jump up from one A to two A. Of course, Dayton will be an independent this year, but that doesn't mean that. They haven't seen some success on the field so far. Um, like I said, putting up 47 points in their first two games is something that the Dust Devils haven't done in in a while. Uh, at quarterback, they've mixed and matched a little bit, but Cameron Canlon has been the, the leading uh, passer so far. He's got 180 yards and four touchdowns. He is 10 of 14 um, from under center. Uh, in the backfield, the... Uh, Go-to guy has been Archie Irvin there. And then, of course, Camlin's favorite receiver has been Justin Niels, who has 249 yards and all four touchdowns on nine receptions there. So curious to continue to follow Dayton. I imagine they'll be be out there for uh, a game or two, schedule permitting as the season goes on. Um, but Dayton dropping into 2A this year. They are also independent, so there is no uh, postseason for the Dust Devils this season. But I think for them, just kind of finding finding a season to kind of get their feet on and use as a, as a base moving forward will be be a big thing there. Uh, Sierra Lutheran will follow with Wells this week after they beat them in week one. All right, around the rest of the Northern Nevada landscape, we got our first look at cross country this past weekend at Lampy Park in the Douglas class races. It's kind of interesting to me that they sort them by grade. Um, I don't not sure that there's any other like cross country meet where they do that. Um, I don't know, just given the team side of it all. I mean, I know it's your your preseason race, so to speak, so that the, the team side of things doesn't necessarily matter in in August. But it is interesting to see them split up um, each by each level because you go, Oh, there's some, some freshmen here that could be interesting. And then you kind of look at the times and you go, well, maybe next year. And so there's a, there's a few things to, to look at there. But of course, as we've talked about plenty, Carson high girls cross country coming off a class five, a state title from last season, they had another solid finish in the class races. I know, uh, Hannah Budd won the sophomore class. I believe Ginny Ponzak was second behind Galena's Eleanor Riker in the junior class. There were several other girls right off the pace there. Uh, Carson's High's Sawyer Macy won the boys' junior race as well. So a uh, good start for the, the center cross-country team. 
you know, I, I don't think we've had any volleyball results in the last few days. I know we got a bunch coming up this week. Um, I don't think there's been much in the way of soccer either, other than I know the Carson boys fell to, um, was it Hug or was it somebody more recently they played there? But the schedule really kind of ramps up in, in into this week. I don't think that uh, we'll, we'll get too lost on anybody kind of real deep in the, the athletic scene here, but um, a lot to, to continue looking for. Uh, Jeff, I guess I'm curious, is there anything uh, you're looking for this week on, on the Carson High side of things, whether that be soccer, volleyball, football, you name it? Uh, girls soccer, well, boys and girls both have two games this week, so that's, and unfortunately the girls play back-to-back, so we play tonight and tomorrow, so that's that'll be an interesting transition one one at home and one on the road and the boys are the same they played last night and then they played tomorrow so uh that's going to test the uh preseason fitness level so uh that that makes it kind of rough but not a lot of saturday games at this point um i don't know if that was a scheduling choice uh by the nia or how that worked out um so i don't know if we talked about that before if that's a referee issue um, I know a lot of those referees more than likely also ref club games, and those are all, you know, there's tournaments and games and leagues and stuff going on. So, uh, but it's ramping up uh, so far, good competitions, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, got our first look at some tennis too. McQueen travels to, to Douglas this afternoon on the, the boys' side of things. Uh, plenty of other road matches, but it looks like that is the only uh, local. Uh, match. Uh, Jeff talked about lots of lots of soccer. We also have lots of volleyball coming up this week. I know we got a decent look, at least statistically speaking, at um, what some of these volleyball teams are in the preseason with the Yarrington tournament, especially you know Carson and Douglas going combined what eight zero and six one, like fourteen and one over that that tournament. But uh, you know, since then, I don't. I, Carson hasn't played more than one match, if if any, and Douglas has played one match at home. So. Interesting that they they kind of shape the the volleyball season that way, but you know I guess it's it's a preseason tournament and then things ramp up pretty fast. So, um, and guys, for clarity, real quick, when we say today, tomorrow, that sort of thing, we should let everyone know we are recording on Tuesday morning. So that's our today, because that's the re- reality we're in right now. Uh, we usually don't do the podcast until <clears throat> Wednesday for the public. So just to let yep. our loyal audience know. Get out and support your team. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode 92. Uh, Thanks to today's title sponsor that is Played Against Sports in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center, your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs. You can also check them out online at www.playedagainstsports.com. For Duke Rittenhouse and Jeff Mulvihill, I'm Carter Eckel. We will catch you guys next week. Take it easy. (laughs) 